Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is March 29th of 2023, and we're celebrating Wednesday of the fifth week of Lent. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to John, verses 31 through 42. Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, If you remain in my word, you will truly be my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham, and have never been enslaved to anyone. How can you say, You will become free? Jesus answered them, Amen, amen, I say to you, Everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. A slave does not remain in a household forever, but a son always remains. So if the son frees you, then you will truly be free. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, but you are trying to kill me because my word has no room among you. I tell you what I have seen in, my father, in the Father's presence, then do what you have heard from the Father. They answered and said to him, Our father is Abraham. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works of Abraham. But now you are trying to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You are doing the works of your father. So they said to him, We were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I, am, I came from God and am here. I did not come on my own, but he sent me. Today's gospel, which is continuing the text from chapter 8 of John's gospel, is a complicated one. In part because the passage is filled with difficult phrases of Johannine irony, references to the culture of biblical times, and, and difficult dialogue. We can point out at least four examples that make this passage difficult. The first is the irony that begins the first line. John tells us that Jesus addressed those Jews who believed in him, and yet these Jews are the ones trying to kill him. Second, when the Jews hear Jesus speaking of how the truth will set them free, they immediately respond, we are descendants of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone, seemingly forgetful of the fact that the Jews had been almost continuously enslaved from the years in Egypt to the exile in Babylon to the Roman occupation. Thirdly, Jesus states that a slave does not remain in a household forever, but a son always remains. This is a reference probably to Exodus 21.2, which demands the release of Jewish slaves every seventh year, during the Jubilee year. Of course, the implication is that because the same son remains, he's closer to the father and has more power than any slave. Fourth, and finally, in response to this affirmation, the Jews argue that they descend from Abraham as from their father. But when Jesus tells them that they are doing the works of their father, namely those of Satan, the father of lies, the Jews instead reply with, with what was probably an insult to Jesus regarding the circumstances of his birth. We can see how angry the Jews become simply because Jesus speaks to them of God the Father's love and the freedom that the children of God will find with him. The Jews are proud of their dignity as sons of Abraham, are proud of their independence, and are proud of the law that lays down what they must do. Yet, all of these things, as great as they might be, are artificial measures. 
and they pale in comparison to the greatness and to the freedom that they could have simply by turning to Jesus and accepting God as their Father. Rather than embrace the freedom that comes from surrender to God, the Pharisees fight it and grow angry at the one who brings it. They've set their worth at what they have at hand, rather than by the greatness that could be theirs. Well, there's two lessons for us here. First, we need to remember that our dignity comes not from our past or our future, not from our offices or talents or jobs, not what we're assigned to do or the things we've done in the past, but rather from our status as adopted children of God the Father. Through Jesus Christ, we find true freedom and are freed from whatever burdens might weigh upon us, past, present, or future. Secondly, we're reminded that we're most free when we're serving God, who is truth. This service to God must be in truth, meaning what God wants and how he wants it. Like St. John Vianney said, there's no two good ways of serving God. There's only one. Serve him as he desires to be served. Likewise, all of us can give ourselves entirely to God. It doesn't require a keen intellect or some outstanding talent or any amazing ability. All we have to do is give ourselves entirely to him. And even if that's only a little, even if we don't think we have much to offer, that total surrender is what God asks for. And it's that total surrender that will bring us true happiness. Today we can ask ourselves, have we really submitted to the gentle yoke of Christ? Are we really aware of what it means to be a child of God? Are we aware of the freedom that's ours, of the dignity we received? So today, through the intercession of Mary, refuge of sinners, let's ask for the grace to turn to God our Father and to embrace the dignity dignity that's ours as true sons and daughters of the Heavenly Father.